spoiler time for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Just play that intro. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, your host. Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. What is up, Matthew? Not too much. We are moments. Oh, we fuck. We just came back from seeing Guardians of the Galaxy three. So be prepared for a spoiler-filled episode. If you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. Go see the movie and then come back. Exactly. Come we're back. gonna be here. We're gonna talk about it, and the episode will still be here. Exactly. Doesn't go away. It's not going anywhere. Um. But anyways, um. Connor, how's it going today? He's going. He's going good. Long day. Long. I agree. Very long day, long weekend. Long, well, not really. That's oh, next yeah. week. Ah, <laughs> I see there. Ah, made two four weekend. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, yeah what did you think of the movie? Well, before that, we should probably discuss what we're drinking today. Oh yeah, we're it's finally been recording a at night. <laughs> been a minute. So what are we this drinking? This is from Sawdust City Brewing Company. It's ah stout, chocolate caramel cupcake stout. Just by the smell, you can smell the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, it's very, like, cho- it's, it's very. very it, I don't know if it's artificial flavoring, but it does come off kind of. I like the almost, smell a lot, actually. It almost comes off artificial. Yeah, strong beer with artificial flavor. Okay, if that makes sense. Because it's almost too strong of a smell to be to be hardcore real. But, yeah. It's pretty good, though. Have you tried definitely, it? Yeah, definitely has a thick, thick chocolate-forward Tasting note and smelling note. Like, that's all you smell. Yeah. That's all you can smell is the chocolate. Actually, you smell the sweetness of a little bit. caramel on the front, too. On the front. On the front. On the front, you know? Yeah. Not overly carbonated. Nice. No. Nice, smooth, darker beer. So, but Zach, if you're listening, man who works at the LCB, <laughs> you got it out in Nova Scotia. Give it a try. It's nice. Um, But, yeah. So, spoilers ahead for Guardians of the Galaxy. We will primarily be discussing it yep when this eventually goes on youtube maybe we'll put some links for when this conversation is over because we'll have maybe a couple of other things but yeah but just to be safe if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled come back after you've seen the movie exactly if you don't care or you have seen it full speed ahead venture forward my friends exactly uh connor do you want to start with your little bit of a brief review before we break it down more review of what Guardians of the Galaxy Three, oh, <laughs> the movie. Yes, the movie we watched. Um, so it was the third. It's a trilogy. The end of the trilogy. Yep. I guess we're gonna put quotes here. End of the trilogy. We're not entirely sure. In very Marvel fashion, it was very open ended. Yeah. So you don't really know, but it does. It did feel concluded. Yeah. So we'll call it the end of the tri- end of the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy. End of a trilogy until the fourth one comes out. Yeah, if there's a fourth one, I don't know if it'll be fully Guardians of the Galaxy or maybe we'll have a, almost a different title. Mm-hmm. But it primarily covered just Rocket's backstory. Yep. And pretty much no one else's. That was that was pretty much the main. It was it was the Rocket the Rocket story. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. A Rocket the story. Rocket story. <laughs> um James Gunn's last film for Marvel, most yep. likely, considering now he's a rival. Yep, he's head of the DC. So I'm a, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he won't be. Yeah. Unless he leaves DC. I don't think he will. Yeah, it seems like a pretty good gig. Yeah, he's pretty well set for the next bit. 
He has at least a couple years to see if they are a complete failure or not. True. Which, you know, given DC's track record. I don't know. He seems like he's got a whole plan for his mixed, his multi, not multiverse, but a universe for DC. Which doesn't seem as reliant on the big heroes. Yeah, which, which is, is good. Makes It's good, but it makes me question the yeah. ability for it to stand up to, exactly. mar- to Marvel. Oh, uh, it won't. Right? <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy worked because we already had all those big characters and it was like a, hey, yeah, give it a go. Yeah, exactly. But when they're rebooting DC, When you're starting with a, ah, give it a go. Yeah. You're like, "Mm, is it going to work though? Well, we'll see. But yeah, other than that, it was, um, I thought it was decent. Ended a lot of character arcs. Yep. Kind of wrapped up a lot of, a lot of characters up like a little pretty bow. A lot of returning characters from the past two films. Um, it it makes you rem- like I was t- I was talking to you about it on the drive home, which was I was just thinking, how did the Guardians even end up together? It's been so long since I've seen the first movie, and then you're like, oh yeah, I don't even remember what happened in the second movie. And it it's been a while since both those movies came out. Yeah. So I don't know if that says how much we liked the first two or if we're just there's just so many marvel movies there i think that's part of it too movies i think now it's hard to remember everything yes. and every character also true considering there was a lot of characters that were a lot of back characters. from the previous films in this one but also some of them which only were easter eggs yeah in previous films but then played a little bit more of a supporting like adam yeah, we, we only ever we seen had a cameo, that glimpse, like cameo of his being like his egg thing. Yeah. In the, one of the five post credit scenes from Guardians of the Galaxy two, and then obviously now played a much bigger yeah. part in this movie. So was had to search in deep into the into the the MCU the files brain <laughs> and uh, remember some of the characters. Was there no baby Groot, which is nice. Obviously, I, yeah, that was a big complaint. New, uh, big complaint from you in the second one. Yeah, because it just felt like it was a marketing thing. Yeah, and now Groot is just grown up, so they can't really do it. Exactly. But yeah, they did have the new fluffy thing, which looks almost identical to the one from uh, Fantastic Beasts. A little bit. The one with no face. Yeah. It's just, it's just like it with a face yeah. and no wings. But other than that. You're thinking the thing from Shang-Chi. Oh, okay. is that? No, no, you're right. It's Shang-Chi. It is from Shang-Chi. Which is all, but it's the same almost. Yeah. Like it, species with a head, basically. Spe- but it has a face now. Yeah, but it's cute. Definitely gonna sell marketing. Yeah. It'll if sell I still collect Funko Pops, I would probably buy one. I don't know. I don't think it was they'd that probably one. be a flocked one, and I'd be like, "That's kind of cute." I don't think it was that great. But I wouldn't get it. I don't, I don't think it was. I don't think. Anymore. I don't think it was that great. That's fair. Um, I felt the Russian dog was overused. Osmo. Yep. Overused a bit. Overpowered a bit. Just a bit. Um, it was a definitely. I definitely had. That uh, was one of my complaints. Okay. Other than that, I think the rest was decent. Had a lot of like Marvel humor. Yeah, the classic. Some James Gunn. some that hit, some that didn't quite hit. Yep. But I feel like when you put so much, so many jokes, that's kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. Some people are gonna laugh at some of them, and some people will laugh at the others. Exactly. You're not gonna get everyone, but the goal, I think. I think overall the goal when they're writing the movies is hopefully one of the jokes hits with everyone. Exactly. That's the goal. Yeah. As long as you can get each person to laugh at least once you've done your job, basically. Yeah. And then have them enjoy the film. Yeah. 
Which overall, as a superhero film, was solid. Exactly. I thought the ship design was very interesting for the Guardians. The split. Yeah. I thought I really liked that actually. It was kind of a cool, unique, pretty unique. Unique for the MCU, not unique for Marvel itself. True. We've seen well, actually, we've seen us in a in a way a similar ship in an older MCU. Well, not in the MCU, but in an older Marvel movie where the ship spreads apart and comes back together. Yeah, but I mean more so even just the initial design when it's together. Yeah. And it's like rotating in the back. That's right. Like the ring. Mm-hmm. Very interesting s- design. Obviously, the split we've seen. Fantastic Four. Yeah. Is a big one. Did we ever see them actually use? Yep, the second one they split. Okay. It's been. A I don't very know why I remember been that. Been a very long time. I've not seen Rise of the Silver Surfer in a hot minute, but I just remember Fantastic Four ship is cool. Exactly. Maybe we'll see it. Fingers crossed. We'll see. We'll see. But what did, what did you like dislike? Okay, I'll start from a casual scrub standpoint before I film background eat. Uh, don't, don't sound too elite. Uh, I know, right? Uh similar to you, I really enjoyed it, you know, Rocket Story. Um the I will say not if you're an animal lover, it's a rough It's going to be a tough movie. It is a tough movie for that aspect of it. Um overall I enjoyed it too, definitely better than the Guardians 2 because I just don't like that movie and I didn't remember it until the last like five minutes of the movie anyways, because I literally was struggling to figure out who the freaking villain was at Guardians 2 the You just need to know time. that Mantis is on Guardians, of the, on a part of the Guardians. That's that all you need to take away from it. And the five post-credit scenes are important. And of the five, really only two of them are important. Fair. And one of them is the fact that there's the other, the Ravengers, who in the comics are the, the original Guardians of the Galaxy from the future and shit. Um, and then that Stan Lee was a watcher. Yep. And then I don't even remember what the other... One of them was Teenage Groot, and I don't remember the other two. I don't know. There's five of them, but it doesn't matter. Um, but I digress. Um, no, story was good. I really liked it. Um, from... I didn't really picture... I didn't see any too many, like, cameos or sub, like, extra Marvel things. Like, it felt pretty, like, in its own world, basically, in the sense that it, you didn't have to relate it to anything. Which there was, the Guardians has felt. Exactly. Through the trilogy, yeah, has really felt like its own entity. Yeah, um, the only big Easter egg that really stood out to me was the ending in the post-credit scene where it's Star Lord talking to his grandpa, and on the newspaper it says like "alien abduction." Kevin Bacon says all in reference to the Christmas special. Um, James Gunn, he's similar to the Happy Madison company in the sense that he always has his like actors he really enjoys working with. Just a director thing. Exactly. So if you look through Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and you compare it to, say, the new Suicide Squad movie. You'll see a few familiar You'll see faces. A, a lot of familiar. Nathan Fillion is a big one. Nathan Fillion was also in the first Guardians as one of the prison inmates. He was a weird big blue alien. Um, Easy to have people in when all they're doing is playing a exactly. different alien race. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson voiced that weird creature thing that Nebulous or Mantis saved. Oh, okay. Uh, Pete Davidson voiced that. Um, the actress that played uh, Eula, I think that was her name, she played the first rat catcher in the Suicide Squad. Um, there's a lot of, I mean, I mean, obviously Sean Gunn, he was in the Suicide Squad as Calendar Man. Um, there's more, but I'm just, those are the ones that stood out the most to me. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's just James Gunn's group. Like you said, it's a director thing. Everyone, like you, you look at Christopher Nolan, he has his core like five actors that he's like B 
beasts have to be. And if in my one movie. of them's if one of them's not in it, you know for a fact another big exactly. one's gonna be in it. If Michael Caine's not gonna be in his movie, there's gonna be no. But still, there's a riot. Exactly. But you look at like Inception, for example. Like those are his. Or you look at the Dark Knight trilogy. How many of those people in the Dark Just Knight Leonardo trilogy? Just Leonardo DiCaprio is really missing. Yeah, pretty much. Like realistically, because even in the third movie, they bring uh, what's his face to be Robin quotations. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who is another one of yeah, his people. one of the group. Yeah, Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, like they're all, they're all there. Tom Hardy, because Tom Hardy he picks is an great inception. people. Yeah, he's got a core group, and they're all serious actors. Mostly, they're all, they're all great and actors. They're all, the chemistry on screen between them all. Anyways, we're getting off track a bit, but. Um, Chris Nolan, great director. Christopher Nolan, great director. Maybe we'll see his new movie. Maybe not. I didn't see his last one. I didn't see his last one either. Called but I'm, Tenet, I think, and it's like indirectly connected to Inception. And I was like, that's too much for me. <laughs> You're already no, like, oh, my brain you. can't handle that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you look at the ending, like you said, it kind of it wraps up everyone's story and leaves it open ended, like most Marvel movies kind of do these days, because they're unsure. You never know. Could get a show. The actor could leave. The Disney could Plus sign, going shows. Could sign them to more movies. Who exactly. Knows? I, it it did feel like it was the end of the current Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It will not be the same group. Exactly. They might do what they've kind of done with Captain America, where the fourth one's going to be Captain America, the First Order, and now it's Sam Wilson as Captain America. Yeah. And the other thing is, we know some of those actors, track, like Drax with Dave Bautista, he's not... He won't be done, anymore. Right? Like, yeah. he... He wants to do, and he's tried. He's already come out and done more serious, yeah, acting films where he doesn't want to just be the big, yeah, exactly. Brute. That's why, like, even though James Gunn's taking over DC, Dave Batista wants to be in another superhero film, but he doesn't want to be the big muscle. He doesn't want to be. Bane, he doesn't want to be a pro wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't want to be Bane. <laughs> yeah, even though that'd be perfect casting. But what was it? The glass. The glass. Uh, that he was just recently in. Oh, the glass onion. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty good in that. I liked him. I think that's what the movie's called. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we'll see Drax again. We'll probably see Rocket's team. I could see that. I think that. we'll see Rocket again. Easy peasy. I love the new team. Some of, I don't know if we'll see the whole team, but then again, most of the team was... I don't know where... Uh, we're going to see Groot, obviously, because that's Groot not Groot doesn't hard. have to be anyone. Just, um, just, there is Rocket no, will be back. No real contract yeah. for Groot. You're just... Anyone can say, exactly, I'm yeah. Groot, and you can just yeah, exactly. change it. They have animation. They, there's animator and like the people. Vin Diesel doesn't voice Groot in the animated show, so it's fine. The new girl, I think she's original to the movie. Um, What's her power? Don't know, but in the last second, her eye goes glowing. all bluey. It was, yeah, it was yeah. like glowing a different color. Similar to the high evolutionary power. Had the dog, the telepathic Cosmo. dog. Um, and then we had Krieg, Krieglin, Krieglin, Sean, Sean Gunn's character, James Gunn's brother. And the I don't know if he'll be back. Because it's James Gunn's brother, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could see him come back because I don't know if he's fully attached to his brother. Like I don't. And then Groot. And then Groot. King Groot, to be King precise. King Groot. Well, we don't know. Maybe something happens and he's not King Groot. And whatever. Sure. Next part we see him. He in. Was, we saw Kaiju Groot this movie too, and Flying Groot. Kaiju Groot was funny. Yeah. Kaiju Groot. No, 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 no Kaiju Groot. Down, Kaiju Groot. That was um, funny. Yeah, we can see Gamora come back with the Ravengers. Did you? I was getting a little tired of the whole Peter and Gamora. Yeah. Because we've already seen it over and over. Like, oh, okay, she's not going to remember. She doesn't remember. She's pretty much exactly the way she is pre. I think they had to shoehorn it in a little bit because if they cross paths, Peter would still have feelings for her because it's They're still. Just giving, giving the closure of like. Exactly. No, there isn't going to just be some magic moment. Exactly. Just not, it doesn't have the same. It doesn't ha- quite doesn't the same that personality. Way. It just didn't. 
go down the same road. Exactly. But um, some of those moments were a bit cringy. A little bit, a little, little cringe, but it, f- it feeds into James Gunn's comedy style too, right? That's fair. So, so we definitely know, yeah, Gamora. I could see her leading their Avengers, and that could be a movie or that could be a TV show. How they take so much advantage of uh, Nebula being able to heal herself. Oh, my gosh. She I gets, don't recall her healing that she fast. Gets, she gets destroyed multiple times and she just like twist body boom boom it, and you're yeah. good to go just you're like you're it. like the freaking robots from the irobot movie like why are you not broken <laughs> she just takes it lots of abuse um yeah it was uh overall it was good though some questionable things like you mentioned before uh how does space work yeah well, this is we haven't talked about this on the episode yet but yeah we were talking about on the drive back another of moment the- of one peter being out in space and not just dying and we had moments of the spacecrafts being Cracked front glass open. being broken completely open, no uh, vacuum created to suck anyone out or anything. Yeah. Just the only a okay. While I was watching it, I did notice that when rocket ship got broken, he did start like heaving and stuff like that. But that could also be because he's still not back at one hundred percent. But nope. still, um, also he could have technology that helps him. Who he's knows? built into it somehow. I don't know. Uh, also, we got confirmation that ra- Rocket Raccoon is, in fact, a raccoon. Not to be confused with the fact that through this film, he was called a rodent, a hedgehog, a squirrel, a badger. There's yeah, a couple other ones. But he 100% officially is a raccoon. An Earth raccoon. I don't know in the comics if he's... I don't think he's, he's actually a raccoon from Earth in the comics. I don't know. I've never read Rocket's origin story. No, yeah, me neither. Like... Of the core five that we see in the movie, all I know is that Star-Lord, his origin is actually from like a weekly newspaper comic before he got put into Marvel. Groot was a kaiju monster in the 60s from Planet X. Um, Drax had a different design completely, and he he was an actual human named Arthur Miller, I believe, who had a wife and kids. Kid, His wife and kid were killed by Thanos, and then he went crazy and something, and that's how he became Drax the Destroyer. Found his superheroes <laughs> yeah, serum and then exactly. went off. I can't remember Gamora's origin. Don't remember Mantis or Nebula's you origin. You don't need but to, because you just need to know their MCU origin. Exactly, because the MCU origin is different. It is, though. It is. Earth 9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
this is weird, but my favorite shot of the film is when the high evolutionary is talking or well, he's watching the girl run around in the circle and the camera does a full It's following her around the hamster wheel, yeah. yeah. And then because there's something like it's like the the frame within a frame and it puts distance between you and the character. So he's in the one side and there's a whole thing that's happening between you and you feel the ominence of him just like studying someone and then the next shot is an extreme close up on his face and you're like, "Oh god, I wasn't was prepared for that." Creepy. Special effects for him were very well done. Yeah, he, he was top tier. Top tier creepy. Yeah. Um, two theories that I've read about is that because of the issue that's happening with the Kang actor. Um, There's issues with the Kang actor? Yes. You should look into that. You know, he tell might the people. be fired from the MCU. I don't know the full thing, but there were some allegations and there oh. was like a huge... He got in a fight or something. And da, 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 da. So there's a huge thing that Jonathan Nature... I don't know if that's his last name. I think it's the actor name. He might be fired from the MCU, so they may have to try and replace Kang somehow, which is a big deal. So the one of the rumors is that the I'm high bringing evolutionary, in no, no, <laughs> not yet, no. Um, the high evolutionary is just another variant of Kang. Ah, uh, just so they can kind of potentially have something interconnect with it. So I'm like, okay, I won't be the biggest fan of that, but like you said, it's the multiverse, they ma- and they, and have they to gotta do what they gotta do, right? They have to make it work. Um. And then there's a huge thing going around that people are like, where's where's Star-Lord's helmet the entire movie? Why didn't he wear it? And the huge thing about it is, I was reading about it briefly, apparently he breaks it in Guardians 2, then magically has it back in Infinity War, because the Russo brothers just had it with him. Okay, fair. And then James Gunn just came in and was like, "Uh, he forgot it on Nowhere because they were in a rush to save Rocket's life, and that's why it's not in the movie. We're like, okay. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's the actual true story or not. Well it's um, weird to just have him not look like Star Lord once. Yeah, without the helmet. Um my or biggest boots. yeah. Never used didn't use the boots, just use the guns. Boots could have came in handy. Maybe. In a certain scene. Exactly. Multiple scenes, really. <laughs> um and then the big thing that I take away from the special effects and everything, because I've looked into it in the movie, I've seen some of the interviews with James Gunn, is in within the first 10, 15 minutes, there's, it's in the trailer too, so it's not, it's Nebula's carrying uh, Star-Lord's body. Yeah. Okay? That is not Chris Pratt's body. That is a 35-pound replica of Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt's body. Nice. And there's an interview with James Gunn talking about how he just kept it in his office to freak people out. Because it is made to look like Chris Pratt. Yeah, it's like a wax on steroids. Yeah. And it's like, I was watching, because I knew that going into the movie. So watching like his arm swing and everything like that, and I was like, oh, I know. like That's why the arm swing was so weird. good. I know. Um, but yeah, and there's like a weird joke about Jim. He's like, yeah, I just left it in my office. And I did things to it. And Chris Pratt's sitting beside him, and he goes, you did what? <laughs> it's like, awkward. Um, first F-bomb in the MCU. Not where I was expecting it to be. I knew it was going to be the first F-bomb in the MCU. Yeah. Not where I was expecting it to be. The joke hit for me. I don't know. It was good. It's it's realistic a, to what yeah. how someone may react to the situation. Exactly. Um, that whole scene's actually a really weird off-putting Easter egg to the Lego movie, too. Oh, interesting. Um, there's a that. scene where Chris Pratt's character is in a car, and there's the alien person he's with trying to get into the car, and she can't open the door. That's like a full stretch, but I found that out earlier today, and I was like, oh. I, I brought this up to you as well, but overall, the movie was actually pretty gruesome, violent. 
More on the violent end of the MCU movies, that's for sure. Just the stuff with the animals, the animal testing, the uh, the a lot of full stabbing, a lot of full blowing up, heads breaking yep. off. Next. People just dying yeah. in general. Usually you just get like the explosions in the back yeah. or like a laser shot and they're like down. You're assumed dead, but no, they didn't. It's the assumption they're not, but there was definitely just straight up yeah. dead things. I agree I with mean, that. I mean, they also blew up a whole planet. Yeah, also true. Not Guardians, but, but a yeah. planet did blow up. It's true. Um, a thing that I wanted to talk about briefly. No, the thing too. wasn't in there. Damn it. Didn't or see that easy. Was break. it? <laughs> there were um, rocks. It's true. <laughs> Two things that I mean, reminds me of a potential where I think Star Lord might end up next. Um, but we're gonna talk about this quickly. Is uh we've talked about this when we talked about Black Adam and everything like that. The use of slow motion in this movie worked for some of the scenes. I think it was slightly overused. I wouldn't say it was offensive as other films we've seen. No. A few of this, like during some of the fight scenes, I loved how they used it in like the hallway fight scene where it bounced from one character to another and like they slowed it down. I thought that was good. Um, but definitely there were certain moments throughout it and I was like, this did not need to be slow motion. I'm like, I get it, but it did not need to be slow motion. You just have a, a hate for slow motion now, eh? No, because I you watch Deadpool and like the slow motion works perfectly fine in that movie. The slow motion mostly hit in this movie. There's honestly just a couple shots. Like, I don't know if this needed to be slow motion per se. Um, but that's just me nitpicking. Yeah, no, I didn't. There were some, but I felt like the slow motion wasn't as bad. Like, No, nothing's going to be worse than Black Adam. I don't care what I But anyone. the thing about Black Adam is you notice it over yeah. and over and over and over again. In Guardians, it was used well enough where... It wasn't noticeable. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Is how it should be. It's also a more comedic movie, so slow motion plays into that. Yeah, you shouldn't really have slow motion in more serious movies. It just doesn't hit as much. That's true. Because you look at Black Adam, and it's more on the serious end of superhero movies or anti-hero, whatever the frick you want to call that movie. Was it though? Yeah, it tried to be. (laughs) It tried to be. Um, that's me nitpicking. I can go on, but those are my. Picks. But I would say it was a good wrap up. We had what did we ended up having? We had Rocket now has his own team. Yep. He's the captain of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Star Lord's back on Earth visiting his grandpa, which what goes on with him. I'm hoping that he's gonna come back in an X Men movie. Which Why sounds X-Men weird. Then? Uh he dated Katie Pride for a couple years in the comics. Interesting. So could Fantastic just be the, Four could be interesting. Fantastic Four could be interesting. I just pictured, like, this sounds super cheesy, but, like, girl next door kind of situation. He oh starts boy. falling for the girl next door, and it's Katie Pride. Kitty Pride, sorry. Fair, fair, fair. I could see that. Uh, we had Nebula and Drax, who are... Uh, they're on Nowhere, yeah. and they're taking care of a bunch of... Test all the new children, all the new animals. And yeah, they're trying to refurbish the world after it was... Ironically, the whole goal of the what's-his-face was to create a perfect society where... Now, I'm not going to say it's going to be a perfect society, but they're now the ones. There ain't going to be no octopus society. selling meth to <clears throat> cockroach people. Yeah. So, uh, and um, then you have Gamora with the Gamora Avengers. With her, yeah. Her group. Yeah, her Sylvester own group. Sylvester Stallone's Ooh, character. That was a cute scene of all of them hugging and like yeah. she really belonged. She felt like that was her family. I really want to know more about that uh, sorcerer character. I'm going to look into that after we're done because oh, I was okay. super curious because 
it didn't have a mouth, which is obviously why there's one scene where it like makes like a weird thing about like laughing emoji kind of thing. I don't know that character. So I'm going to look into that after. There'll be We had Mantis who's going on a self-discovery. Yep. of her own, which also is the reason Matt realized what happened in the <laughs> second movie. Yep. Which is at the end of the movie by the way. Of yeah, I was within the last Matt, like 5 minutes of the dialogue and I was like, and he's oh. like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, like there's hints with Star-Lord being like, "Well, Mantis, you and I are like siblings and everything." And then I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's from the the Christmas special." No connection to the whole like ego thing. And then at the last minute, she goes, yeah, like I've only been ego assistant. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what the second movie was about. Because throughout the entire movie, I was like, I remember the opening scene of Guardians 2 because they fought a weird tentacle monster, which I think might have been the things that Mantis took with her at the end. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I don't know all don't the aliens. Remember. I can't remember all the aliens. Um, and then I remember most of the postcard scenes, and I don't remember anything else in between. Groot is with Rocket on the new team. Yeah which we've mentioned. So they all kind of nicely wrapped up in a bow. Drax gets to kind of have the family. To be fair, the Guardians were his family, but now he has young kids that he can take care of and help exactly. teach, nurture. We also see him not being the stupid character that he's been out to be most based on the language thing. He, that he just is, never gets like... He is, but then he's had a lot more... In this movie's particular, he has much more moments where he makes one, makes sense, yeah. and helps. Exactly. But he still does have yeah. the bad. I would say this moments. entire movie, everyone has character development, except for Mantis until the la- Mantis until the last few minutes. That's fair. And Gamora, technically, but she's not a main focus in the film. No, and Gamora, we may not get character development, but we get closure for her as a character, not just the Peter and her relationship, but the new that Gamora she, that she has. She found a place that she feels that she belongs. Exactly. And she's happy. If you're a Gamora fan, now you know you don't have to worry. Exactly. That just because she's not with the Guardians, that she's not happy. She's happy. I, I smirked to myself in one scene with the, the animal planet when it starts exploding. And Zoe, so, the, so Gamora's like running around and she just watches like all these explosions happening around with her. My first thought was, I wonder how many Zoe Saldana movies there are where she's an alien and there's just explosions in the world getting <laughs> destroyed around her. Yeah. I was like, I feel like we've seen this a couple times already. She was blue. She was blue <laughs> that time around, but she's green this time. Yeah, that's fair. I'm a pro at this. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was a couple scenes when she was like screaming at Starler and I was like, I can see her character from Avatar coming out. Yeah. Just like subtly, but that's me just knowing. Also, Groot saying, I love you guys was the most Vin Diesel, like, you could tell it was Vin Diesel. Yep. Because I am Groot almost mm-hmm. sounds like its own thing. Could be worse. He could have said, We are family, and that could have been a I giant was literally Fast expecting and it. Furious. I thing. love you guys was the most Fast and Furious sounding, I love you guys, and you were just waiting for the extra, we're family. So before I give you my opinion on that, what was your opinion on the fact that we, we were able to think something else? Well, we've already heard him say something else. We yeah. are Groot. Oh, four words in total. Hey. Still counts. But anyways, continue. It. I don't know. I don't really care. Whatever. If he can say I love you. Pog. Now people know he loves him. They, you know, they already knew, but and See, they already could understand him. I didn't look at it that way. I didn't look at it as everyone hearing him say something other than I am Groot. I looked at it at the fact that throughout the movie, Gamora keeps going like, I don't know what you're saying. Blah, blah, blah. And then by the end, because she spent so much time with him, she's able to understand him. Yeah. So 
me being the freaking weirdo I am, I looked at it from an audience standpoint. We've seen him grow throughout the three movies, and now as the audience, we're able to understand him too. Wow. I know. So Deep. magical. But yeah, that was definitely... There was no other person that could ever be in the world. That was you, <laughs> pick, you could pick that out. Uh, yeah. That was Vin Diesel. Um, but other than that, yeah, that was a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Solid movie. I'd recommend it. Yeah, it's best of decent. Phase Five so far. Uh, yeah, Ooh. there being two movies out. But we got a busy rest of the year coming up for movies. Yeah, for within like the superhero stuff for sure. Because we have There's coming a lot up, more, we have but. The, the Spider-Verse, second yep. film. Yep. Which part one. Looks interesting. It's a part one? I it's didn't a realize part it's a part one. Oh, boy. Series concept, yeah. We have that. We have the Marvel Secret Invasion show yep. also which coming out. I'm YouTube. excited for. I think We've that one's going to be interesting. Blue Beetle, which has been getting tons of hype. Of hype. Which is first for a DC which is always movie scary since for a DC the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> scary for a DC movie. We have uh, the Marvels is like the last movie of the year for MCU. Yep. Which we saw a trailer for. I don't know what the movie is about. I don't know about. what's going on. But I is it bad that I think Ms. Marvel is my favorite character from watching? Did you watch all of WandaVision? Yeah. Okay. That's who that other character is from. I know, but okay. I just in my opinion, I thought I, I liked Ms. Marvel the best. In no, the trailer. Yeah, in the trailer, yeah. Um, she seemed like the most likable character. My only pet peeve about that trailer is the fact that we now know that Nick Fury doesn't die at the end of Secret Invasion unless this movie takes place before Secret Invasion, which it could because of Captain Marvel's connection to the Skrulls from the first movie. True. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and then the movie I think we're both probably excited for when it comes to superhero films. Is the here, Flash. The Flash. The return of Michael Keaton. Could be a home run. Could be. Could be the strikeout in one movie. Yep. I, it's it's crazy how much pressure is on this one movie. But at the same time, we've been waiting for the Ezra Miller Flash movie, which for obviously years. this wasn't the original. No, they scrapped it and redid it. We've been waiting times. for to see a movie by this very strange actor. Very strange individual. Yes. Will he continue to be the Flash? I'm thinking the Flashpoint is a way of... Whether we get a new Barry or we just change over to a different Flash. I do want to say that in the trailer, the person they have playing young Barry, pretty close to looking like Ezra Miller. I thought it was a pretty good Good casting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Very curious how they're going to do Flashpoint. We were talking briefly before, but it looks like in the comics, Barry runs back in time, changes the timeline or whatever, and Reverse Flash is still in the new continuity Mm -hmm. or whatever, and he has the speed, but Barry doesn't. It looks like they're going to do it where potentially the Barry in the movie that he sees after he fixes the timeline or changes the timeline might be the reverse Flash, but there's Funko Pops and stuff coming out, and it's just called Dark Flash. Dark Flash. So I don't know if that's going to be a third character or it could be that character. It could be an original. It could be an original character. Or we're going to see... Yeah, Supergirl. Supergirl. Don't know if it's going to be... Supergirl, Supergirl, or it's just going to be a different, different version character. of Superman. That's yeah. a Supergirl. They're Earth 19, I believe, in DC, or Earth 9 is female versions of all the characters. Because, yeah, obviously, when he changes the timeline, it makes it so that that is not yeah. Henry. Exactly. Not going to be Henry Cavill. Sag. 
no Kyle for him. My question is, is that are we just gonna see those two? Like, are we just gonna see a Batman Superman? Are we gonna see, and the Flash? Like, are we gonna see other Justice League members that are gonna be new and changed? Mm, I think it's gonna be primarily those two. And then General Zod looks like to be the villain for part of the movie, at least. Part of the movie, because it looks like a lot of the what happened to Man of Steel, maybe a lot more gets done. Yeah, gets further in his plot. But my, my hopes for this movie, and I know it's not gonna happen. Wonder Woman's also in the past, for the most like her movie, her, right? Her style, yeah. But I'm just picturing from the Flashpoint story in the comics. The big thing is the fact that Atlantis and the Amazons are at war. Well, and the other big thing is there is no Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no, there is. Oh, those Thomas Wayne. Sorry. So exactly. I think what they're gonna do is. I think they're going to take inspiration it from is Batman Wayne. Beyond and make him Old Man Bruce. We're getting a lot of Batmen. Yes, because Batflick's back as well. Michael Keaton's back. Pretty sure George Clooney's going to be back. Pretty sure Robert Pattinson was in there. Robert Pattinson might be in there. I know Val Kimmer will not be in there because of his health right now. But I think other than that, those are the... Christian Bale, don't know if he's going to be in it. He could be. He could be. That's another uh, Christopher Nolan actor for you. But I think that's all the live action batmans that's that are alive many almost a spider that's greater spider-verse levels in terms of yeah. nostalgia batman michael keaton george clooney because val Kimmer won't be in it adam west has passed away christian bale kevin conroy had a live action appearance but he's passed away now and then we have batflick and robert patterson think that's it for still a lot that is still a lot a lot but more than spider-man yeah, technically. Do you think that that's what DC's trying to do? And they're like, okay, we can one-up you. We've got more Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Try we, to. We have more Batman than you have, Spider-Man. Hey, I mean, they did okay in uh, the multiverse shows they did for like the Arrowverse. Like, when yeah, it comes that's to true. different actors. I mean, the fact that they got Tom Welling to come in to play Clark Kent again, like, that, that was true. pretty solid. But, yeah, The Flash could be a home run, which DC's hoping. Yeah, I think James Gunn is hoping. <laughs> yeah, there. I think a lot of people are hoping yeah. that it's could get a Batgirl cameo for that's a movie that's never going to come out. Stepping stone that it it needs to yeah. build hype so that people go, "Wow, this was a really fun, wow, awesome DC, DC actually movie. has potential." I'm excited yeah. for what but they will Blue release Beetle in the future. Blue Beetle does look good. Blue Beetle does look good. So looks to have a lot of Marvel humor in it too. Yeah, I think they're. I think that's. What they're pushing for is more like an upbeat because they realize DC shouldn't be as dark as it is. Certain characters are fine to be dark. Exactly. Batman is fine to be a dark character, but yeah. you don't need the symbol of hope being this dark as heck. Yeah. I'm so hoping for one day buddy cop movie. As much as I don't like buddy cop movies, but a DC buddy cop movie with like Hal and Barry, like Hal Jordan, that'd be great. Barry Allen, like that'd be. You need to get actors that play so well off each other for those yeah. two. You need a good duo. For sure, because they have to be younger too. Yeah, agreed. But, um, but yeah, those are the those are the big big things coming out for movies. We have the Titans season four. I'm pretty sure it's done. I want to say it's done, but I'm not sure that show's done. Doom Patrol, I think, is going to be done soon as well. Flash ends. CW. Couple weeks. And basically, you could say like the end of the CW yeah. universe. I think only one of the shows got well and renewed. Let's face it, it was the best one. Arrow. Arrow, well, you can argue that Smallville obviously started it. Yeah. But the space between Smallville and Arrow. Exactly. Arrow is kind of what brought superhero TV shows for DC back. 100% it did. That's the beginning of the Arrowverse. And even though it was Batman, 
in the arrow, Green Arrow outfit. Green. Yep. <laughs> but Flash, I think they nailed it. They nailed it for the most part. I don't. I don't know how far you ever got. I, I got season three, the beginning, first half, first half of season. You ever three. finished season three? I, I got to the mid-season finale. Dang, I'm surprised you didn't finish that because that had uh, Tom Felton in it. It was just. It was one of the shows at the time where I was still watching weekly. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And they went on the mid-season finale, and then it went on break for however long, and then I just never ended up. So do you know who Savitar is? Yeah, it was Barry. Okay. Well, I don't know. I was just curious. I know things. He, w- he was basically like Blue Flash Blue Flash, from the yeah. Comics, that was the inspiration behind it, yeah. Which I loved that story that arc, arc in the great. comics yeah. in the New 52. So I enjoyed how they did it, honestly, for Savitar. I thought it was super interesting. My biggest issue was honestly with season one w- with how it was just the random episode bad guy that yeah. got a, but that's got a always, power from you look at i just didn't like that all these people were getting the power from the collider the particle accelerator thing yeah like okay yeah, it was plot convenience but you look at the first two seasons of smallville it's the exact same thing yeah no for sure they almost followed it yeah. to a t um but I don't what know. Are I think these green stones that are giving people weird powers. Also, it's the only thing that seems to cause our main character pain crazy. and suffering. I, I I do say though, Flash, like overall, they had like the mid credit scene right down to a pat. Because like even right down like throughout the first season, like you knew like four or five episodes before the characters knew that Harrison Wells was the reverse Flash. Yeah. And like it built a lot of tension, right? Um season four was good. That was the thinker. I also like they um, gave a lot of the the cast got a lot of chances, writing opportunities on the yeah. show, directing. Dan- Daniela Panabaker just first time directed her last episode, I think last week's episode. But that was cool to see too. Yeah, that that was definitely a very tight knit exactly. crew on that set. The actor that played like uh, Harrison Wells, like Tom Cavanaugh, he did great. All the the he core wrote actors. A, he wrote a couple. Of, he wrote, wrote a few a episodes. episodes. He directed a lot. The core group is actually a solid because no offense to Arrow, there's some characters that I'm like, eh. <laughs> but like with Flash, like Cisco, um, Caitlin, Barry, and Harrison Wells, like those four, even like the extended cast, like Joe's actor was really good. Yep. Even, even um, with Iris too. Iris was good. Like there was good chemistry on screen. Yeah, I agree. Even with like one-off characters like um Eddie from season one, mm-hmm. um, which by the way they brought back for this season. Part of the season because it's the big finale season, right? Like, um, even Robbie and Mel's character too, like Firestorm. I don't know. I think Flash just did really well with introducing like B-list characters and making you enjoy them enough that, I mean, they literally made a show of B-list characters. Yeah, like Legends of Tomorrow was literally characters from all the different shows to be like, hey, they left this show and this is what they're doing because it had like White Canary on it, which I think is White Canary a thing in the comics. I believe so, yes. Um, I will say some people liked it. Some people loved it. Their crossovers were both cool, but also... A pain in the a ass. Pain, for yeah, sure. for sure. That is dependent on the person. Yeah. I do enjoy, because it sounds weird, but because of the pandemic and stuff and because of Arrow getting canceled, the way they've been doing the crossovers was a lot better this last season or two seasons where there was a five-episode crossover. Yep. Um, but it was the first five episodes of The Flash, and they had everyone just come onto The Flash. So there was like a Batwoman more centered episode. There was an Adam more centered episode, and they just like kept bringing them over. And it was just like the first five episodes of The Flash was like the crossover. The crossover, and I was like, this is 
so much easier to follow. Easier to follow. You don't have to go all over the place, record a bunch of things, yeah. know what order to watch them. Yeah, because if you're not watching Supergirl, why the heck are you going to watch episode I think 13? My dad was watching the Legends of Tomorrow and The Flash, okay. and I think, but didn't watch Arrow and didn't watch oh, Supergirl. No. So he, he ran into the issue of, like, I'm not watching this, but then I need to find Understand the it. episode to follow, Yeah, which was... Maybe could have done better something along the lines of, hey, the next five episodes. What if just even the episode they played for Supergirl Era was just that same episode that was of The Flash? Yeah, Ex- exactly. As an example, right? And just play that same episode for all of them. Yeah. So that way, if you're watching only Supergirl or only this, you still know what's happening. Exactly. Or just a good enough recap, too, to be like, this is what happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because like... I don't even remember watching the scene where Barry and Iris get married because I don't think it happened in The Flash. I think it happened in one of the crossover episodes, to be honest. Um, but, I mean, The Flash has, like, time travel and crap. You know, I love that crap. Oh, yeah, speed force, time travel, like Speed cetera, force, cetera, the slow force, the strength force. The, yeah. color, the color spectrum, whatever. Yeah, so, uh, that's Green Lantern. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Gosh, get your fandom So many crazy subconscious rings fa- outside oh. of the DC The forces world. in the crevices of the world and the source wall and stuff. But uh, on top of that, I guess we mentioned last week we'd say we're kind of a little quickie update. So obviously last week we went over some of the Star Wars stuff that yep. came out, watched, etc. Um, so this, uh, but uh, what what have you been up to for reading, watching there, Matt? Uh, not too much to be honest. I mean, I'm watching through Suits for the first time. Suits um, is that's like my solid. good solid show right now. Um, I picked up a few new books and mangas. I haven't really touched them yet, um, but I picked up a nice indigenous uh, historical fiction book. Uh, Rain cool. Wilson, who plays Dwight from The Office, he came out with a new like uh, self-inspiration book called Soul Boom. Okay. So I picked that up. Um, and then I read a crap ton of Power Ranger graphic novels because I found them on sale for like eight bucks a piece instead of $22 a piece. Um, so I read a good amount of those, and then I read some Star Wars High Republic graphic novel. Can help with your Star Wars, R- I mean, your uh, Power Ranger RPG. That's the plan. Help build up some. That, that was the plan, honestly. Like it some did potential more. Exactly. Bumping. And there is a multiverse inside Power Rangers and stuff, too. So like they went through all that. They introduced characters that are new to the comics. But, for example, like in the Mighty Morphin show, you get introduced to Alpha. But in the original show, it's Alpha 5. So oh, okay. we actually see Alpha 1. And like the history of Zordon and stuff, and how he was not necessarily the best person. Fair. So, but anyway, so that's like the quick debuff of my reading and watching. Um, watching wise, I finished up the new, the more recent Demon Slayer season. The new season's airing right now, and that I've yep. been watching through some Attack on Titan. But that's about it. Okay, not bad, not bad. How about you? You're watching a bunch of seasonals, aren't you? Well, I watched all of Yellowstone. That's out. Yep. Which is just. Ridiculous. A treat. Just a ridiculous show. Almost too ridiculous, really. Um, but yeah, I've been doing a pretty good job of keeping up on the anime season this this time around. Usually it's more of a play a hot play a hardcore catch up. Yep. But this time I've been doing pretty good. I'm caught up on the current Demon Slayer season. I've been watching uh Heavenly Delusion, which I think is a little bit of a slept on one. Uh, we got Hell's Paradise, which is the final of the quotations dark trio, which is Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, and Hell's Paradise. So okay. it's the final one to be animated. It's been enjoyable. We got Insomniacs After School, Konosuba, 
which uh, it's got like a longer Titan explosion of something, something or other. It's just like more focused on Mega Mean. Uh, Mashal. Uh, uh, what else would you have here? I haven't started, but the My Love Story uh, with like uh, level 999, whatever. Haven't mm-hmm. have it on my. That's one of the ones I haven't actually caught up on yet. Villain Saga, I've been keeping up with. Uh, Oshinoko, keeping up with solid and then on top of that i've been watching uh black lagoon with the boys for our weekly anime nice nice you're on season two now yeah yeah of uh so that one's been interesting but that's chunk reading wise i did catch up with jujitsu kaisen i believe there's a berserk chapter i need to read that is either coming out soon or is out not entirely sure uh, I was going to be looking into reading the new series by the Fullmetal Alchemist author. Okay. I know her series is doing pretty well, so I wanted to try and give that, that a try. What's that one called? Um, oh man, what was it called? So there's some other ones. The, the creator of Food Wars just started one, too. Oh, d- I didn't see that. Yeah, I think it's the movie-based one. I'm not entirely sure. I found it out today on the Shonen Jump app. And we've mentioned it before, but I also have, um, I do still have the plan to read all of uh, Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. That's going to be my, my Heck big, yeah. my big summer goal is to read Percy Jackson over the summer when nice, I have nice. a little bit more time. Yeah, I think that that'll be a very enjoyable read. Something different too. Yeah, it. I think Percy Jackson fits right into the wheelhouse of, kind of in that anime kind of fits in the you know when it comes to fiction yeah it, it kind of fits right right in the wheelhouse of something that's a anime slash manga reader yeah i can i'm trying i don't want to say it's not an isekai but it's like the a reverse isekai i don't really know how I'm, it's like a subgenre to isekai <laughs> because it's like in well, the human world but it's like hey by the way this is existing but all, all these gods you. are here yeah now you've just opened your eyes to it kind of thing. Um, I also plan to try and either, I don't know if I'm going to read or watch it yet. Maybe it ends up being both. Who knows? But Golden Kamui has been popping up a lot for me where I'm just like, hmm, am I going to read it? Am I not going to read it? Mm-hmm. But haven't read a too much manga other than just playing catch up on a lot of the ones i was already reading like i still need to catch up on my hero just because we do have a good a good amount that are ending yeah jujutsu kaisen's on his final arc my, my hero, hero's probably definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah, there I, might be like a wrap-up arc for like 10 15 chapters but they're right there um i think there was another big one that's also right well togo renders ended already yep which i'm collecting um, there was another big one I was reading that I was like, oh no, this one's definitely mm-hmm. coming t- coming close to its uh, conclusion. I also might potentially pick up Boruto, undecided. It's, 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 this sounds like a rough thing, but as long as you can make it to chapter 46, you're fine. <laughs> I think that's when Kishimoto takes it over. Well, yeah, I mean, that won't be too hard, but I just... You know, I've obviously seen a bunch of things, and I know. I know it gets a lot of hate, 
And to be fair, it doesn't need to exist. That's the main issue at the end of the day. Yeah. There's no reason for it. We could have all lived with just the, end the of fun Naruto little movie. Day. And the movie. The fun little thing that we got. That, yeah. You know, Naruto has a family. Sasuke has a family. That was a little fun. We got a cool fight scene. And we could have all just been happy. But we need to milk this cash cow for everything and any and absolutely everything we can. Heck yeah. Can't wait for the sequel series to One Piece about Luffy's son, too. <laughs> Is Ichigo going to have a kid, too? Ichigo has a kid. Even better. Sounds like we need a spinoff. We definitely do not need a spinoff. <laughs> uh, but um, just quickly going through this my anime list poll to find this story. It is uh, Demons. I think it's Demons of the Shadow Realm. Sounds epic. But that's the current. That's from the creator of Full Metal Alchemist, correct? Yep. Cool. She has a bunch of manga, actually, but. Yeah. That's the, I think, I believe this is the current one she's writing. So, might give it a go. See how it is. Something different. That's fair. Something different, but the same, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know how it be. Yeah. Um, but before we wrap this episode, we want to try something. We we talk about asking you guys questions all the time and everything like well, that. Well, asking us questions. Yeah. But we want to do the reverse. On the Discord. On the Discord. You guys should all join and exactly. ask questions, which okay. get answered in upcoming episodes of the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. But yeah, we are Conor at 53 minutes, so we will not be yes. answering a question today. But exactly. the new thing we're going to be doing is asking you all guys questions. a question. So we're going to ask you listeners a question, and hopefully you'll answer it in the Discord, and we'll share answers in the next within the next couple episodes. Yeah. Of the, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, we'll uh, create a new thread. Yep. specifically for this segment of the podcast and we'll make sure to label it from the episode number so make sure you're exactly. in the discord so you can answer the question and we'll also put the question in the discord so in case you forget the question and you want exactly. to participate and the question featuring this episode because we talked about guardians in the future of the mcu and the future of the marvel movies so on and so forth we want to know what's your least favorite mcu movie if you have like a bottom three or some of the ones you're not the biggest fan of and give us a quick little blurb why exactly what you don't enjoy about it i think have very similar answers where it's guardians 2 and thor 2 and maybe iron man 3 or iron man 2 but each of those well iron man 3 has some redeeming qualities but not by much (laughs) but yeah matt and i will think of our least favorite and then we'll go through some of your guys's least favorite and see what you guys had to say if we agree disagree or maybe there's a take that we never thought of. Of Maybe there's a nitpick that you had that we didn't notice, and then it's going to ruin the film for us. Heck yeah. We look forward to that. <laughs> Until then, <laughs> thank you guys so much for the continuing listening of the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. I'm Matt. And this is Connor, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. TNMP. The Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. And see you next week.